Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> when, when you're you in want, the mood for some want... copaganda. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Not me. Oh my god, not me. There you go. Yeah. Hey guys, welcome to Lovecast, the BL podcast. I am your host, Alexa, and with me are my fellow hosts, Kayla and Heather. Hey. Hi. So poor Pixie is fighting illness right now. So Heather is stepping in to join us for this episode. It's going to be a bit of a off the cuff one. So we have like a general idea of basically we're doing this idea of what to watch when blank, blank, blank. So what to watch when you're looking for a certain mood or certain trope or something like that. And then we all have recommendations that we've kind of come up with or will be coming up with to go with whatever theme we're going with for that particular roundabout so yeah we're just gonna kind of wing it and see how it goes like we always do (laughs) that's what we're good at I i think it's been a while since we've like properly wung it winged it wung it wung it wung it i've never heard that before We did an unscripted episode, but I guess it's kind of different than winging it for a technically scripted episode. I mean, none of our episodes are scripted, but... Usually we have like an outline, but we don't even have an outline. We didn't even have an intro written. Nope. (laughs) What happens when you have three different time zones and daylight savings to work around and nobody's awake at the same time, so you can't plan anything. Seriously. Right. But we we make it work. Always. You think we'd be you think we'd be like pros by now trying to deal around time no, zones, but no, no. never gets easier. I don't think we ever will be. <laughs> well, alright, so I guess we can start with Heather had a couple suggestion ones that she through when she kind of was throwing the idea out there so i feel like we can start with those since we already have them written out and then go from there 
Okay. Am I reading the, the oh, prompts I can, too? I can read the <laughs> I can read the prompts that I I threw out. I threw out prompts. I did not exactly have shows in mind, so I'm gonna have to formulate <laughs> you shows not whilst we're talking. Prepared to be <laughs> I wasn't prepared to be on the episode. <laughs> so yeah, cool. Alright. So the first um prompt that I had of shows to watch when was show to watch when you want to be comforted. Okay, are we yeah. just giving one for each category? Because I have a couple have a for lot. this one. <laughs> All right, how about we do shows yeah, how about we go, to watch when you want yeah, to be comforted? Yeah, shows. Let's go shows. All right, so shows to watch when you want to be comforted. Alexa, do you want to go first? Okay. So the first one I thought of is one that's actually airing right now. So hopefully I'm not jumping the gun on it. But I thought of the Japanese BLR dining table. It's literally just like right now comfort personified it's giving like this really good depiction of how food is a love language and how you know you can find a family in the most unexpected places so like it's basically about this guy who has a trauma around eating around other people from his childhood and he comes across this younger boy and his older brother and he kind of gets tangled up in them and he ends up like teaching them how to cook basically and like preparing these different meals with them. And he's like healing his trauma and he's also like healing a trauma that they have gone through. And of course, there's like a romance between the main character and the older brother, which is like very soft and low key. So the whole thing just feels very comforting. Like every episode kind of has a food theme or like the most recent one was like making lunch bentos. Like that was kind of the theme of the episode. And it's just really sweet. And there's a really cute little like kid that plays the younger brother. And he's just like absolutely adorable. And it's just like wholesome content. So it's been my comfort watch of the past couple weeks. And I can only imagine that. Like, I can't imagine it being a show where they're going to bring, like, some intense drama out of nowhere. So I feel like I felt safe putting it on the list, even though it's not completed yet. That makes me want to watch it. I haven't um, really I haven't started so that one. So. It's really soft. And it's, like, it's literally, like, I can only think of the words wholesome and soft to describe it. So it's, like, perfect mm-hmm. for this prompt. Oh. Yeah. Oh, sweet. I want to watch it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bye, you, Kayla. What's your, one of yours? It's so... When I think comfort shows, my brain goes off two different ways because there is the type of comfort show that Alexa mentioned Mm -hmm. where it's just like very upbeat, kind of like a distraction, nothing really like super intense or serious Mm -hmm. happens. So there's that kind of comfort show. And then I feel like there's also the kind of comfort show where maybe there are like heavier themes in it. But it's comforting to you because you resonate with it. Mm, And like mm -hmm. through watching it, you feel like more understood. Mm -hmm. So I had like both of those. Yeah. (laughs) Some for both of those lines going in. Of course, I feel like anyone could guess what my first one is. It's Cutie Pie. (laughs) (laughs) This is like a... I mean, we talked about it so much before. It's one of those shows that are pretty simple. Like, you can look beyond surface level with it if you want, but you don't necessarily have to. Like, you're not going to miss much if you are just, like, watching it to watch it. Maybe even, like, watching it in the background when you're doing something. Mm-hmm. I feel like it is a good distraction. So, so you can just, like, put it on and, like, watch all these cute moments play out 
and there's not really any consequence to it. It's just like, I feel like it's like BL at its core, Mm. just kind of like there in like a fantasy realm where you can just watch cute moments between people and it's very like romantic and funny and just like, there's just like nothing too serious about it. So, of course, I'm always going to bring up cutie pie as a suggestion i'll find any way sounds on agenda cutie pie is always (laughs) in the mix with kayla yes it's my personality that's so true though like i do think that cutie pie is also a bit of a comfort show for me Mm -hmm. because so i say this very lovingly but it is predictable Mm -hmm. and there's Mm -hmm. something comforting about the predictability of the show you kind of you kind of know where it is going to go and like even there are a couple of little moments that probably aren't like technically predictable but I feel like the show overall you know nothing super intense is going to happen they're not going Mm. to throw in a sudden death they're not going to like do anything that takes away the comfort of it and so yeah I do feel like it is a it's a bit of a comfort show for me as well I'm always a strong advocate of like something being predictable and cliche doesn't make Mm. it bad like it can Mm -hmm, still be good media and fun media to watch while still like knowing what's going to happen or how the story's going to play out and i think cutie pie definitely falls into that category no agreed agreed all right should i should i see if i've got a (laughs) i'm trying to think comfort show wise i've got a couple of ideas when i think of comfort show though i think of because it's it's so personal like a mm-hmm. comfort show mm-hmm. or a show, yeah, a comf- I think a comfort show and a show to watch to be comforted are a bit different. Mm-hmm. But when I think of a comfort show, I think it's so personal to you. Mm-hmm. So if I was to give a recommendation of a show to be comforted by, I would have to know what comforts people. Yeah, so it's a hard for, thing to figure yeah. out. Yeah, mm-hmm. so for me, I guess I've kind of got to lean on the what would make me feel comforted. What's something mm-hmm. that I watch time and again? I'll search out clips from it, or I'll go and I'll watch an episode just completely out of chronological order because mm-hmm. I know that that episode makes me feel good or anything like that. And for me, that's semantic error. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I go back to that show so regularly and I watch clips from that show so regularly. Every time it comes up on my For You, I stop and I watch whatever clip is on my For You. I just, sometimes I'll like flick through, I've got a couple of photo cards and so I'll like, Mm -hmm. I'll flick to the photo cards and just look at them and then have the urge to then watch the show again. Like it's such a show that makes me feel good, makes me feel comforted. And when I'm not feeling well, however that may be, I just want to see something that makes me happy. I want to watch something that makes me happy. And that show for me does that. It's one of the ones that like, I think people had a bit of a, people thought it was predictable. Like, and they thought that like I saw some stuff online about how like predictable it was, even though people were like yelling and screaming about it while it was happening. There were people saying that it was like it was super predictable or it was kind of boring because nothing really happened. Mm. But I love that. And I yeah. disagree. But I love that. I love that like <laughs> that we got this show that you can you can follow along. There's no massive twists or turns. 
and you can see kind of a little bit like cutie pie. You can watch it for some of the cute moments, the sweet moments, the romantic moments. There's lots of little things within it as well. I like picking up like the the little things, like little things like when one of the leads says that they don't like to be touched all the time. So then the other lead doesn't touch them, but like might hold their bag or might ask to touch mm-hmm. them. Like little things like that are sweet and that comforts me. And so, yeah, I would have to throw semantic error into the ring. Pretends to be shocked. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to say, I feel like it's semantic not, error. It's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like that round was not shock- shocking. Although yeah, like, you are Alexa did it. <laughs> Like, I do have some others that I would say are comforting for me, but probably aren't exactly a comforting show, but we can, I'll say that next. <laughs> yeah. Are we going for more? Because. Yeah. Let's do some the more The next comforting. one I had was very predictable because it's my school president. Oh. So that was my next one. <laughs> you took it from me. <laughs> I think I found a way to bring this show up in like every episode <clears throat> that we've recorded since it has finished airing. But for me, this one is like exactly what you were saying about semantic error. Like, I don't think I've ever, I don't rewatch shows in their entirety. Like, that's just not something I'll do. I'll go and watch clips or something like that or seek out scenes or specific episodes. And I've done that already multiple times with my school president. But this is like one of the only shows I can, I have the urge to go back and just like rewatch from the beginning. Because like, there's just like every single episode just like brought me so much joy. And I do think it kind of falls into the category of like a show that's comforting for me personally, and something I can see being comfortable for the general population as well but like you said of course it's different for everyone but I just like I don't know what else I can say about it that I haven't already said across like various episodes but like it hasn't ended for that long so like maybe it won't have that longevity for me but like at this point in time I can't see it like not being as high on my list of comforting and loved shows as it is right now so yeah it's definitely up there for me yeah It's funny because I put it on my list in the opposite way of I feel like it could be comforting for others, but Mm -hmm. isn't like super, super comforting for me personally. But I mean, for all the same reasons, like it's probably the cutest show ever. One of my favorite things is I go on my YouTube on my TV and it makes like playlists of music Mm -hmm. videos for you, depending on what you like watch and listen to. I just did this today. I always listen to the My School President one that YouTube just like automatically makes. So like, I feel like the music and how involved it is in the show is a big pull for me because I just love music so much and all the songs in the show are so good. So I find like the musical aspect comforting also because it's like something you could take from outside of the show and just like listen to but not Mm -hmm. necessarily watch the show. And then I, Alexa, I'm pretty sure you mentioned this when we did our deep dive, but I really like about the show how all the conflicts are resolved in the same episode. And I feel like that makes it a really comforting show because you, it doesn't make it like predictable, but it's like, you know, that nothing is going to drag out and be this really dramatic thing, which Mm -hmm. I feel like is comforting. It gets rid of like a lot of the anxiety of watching Mm -hmm shows and not really knowing what's going to happen so yeah i think that my school president is honestly might be like number one most comforting show i would recommend right now i can agree with that 
Yeah. No, I also agree. I um oh okay voice. I I'm similar with you, Kayla, in that the music also brings me a level of comfort because like music is my life. I always have some music's always playing for whatever mood Same. I'm in. And I find that the music from my school president is like it's comforting in a way that one, it's really good. So like I don't know if that's comforting, it's just good. But to like the actual comforting, it brings back certain memories of the show. And because the show mm-hmm. is such a sweet, comforting show, that music really helps to keep that that feeling alive. Yeah. yeah. And I think all together, like the music and the show and even Gemforth themselves are so comforting as people mm-hmm. and as a pairing and as a an acting couple. Like mm-hmm. they're such sweet children (laughs) they're so comforting in the way that they're they're gentle with each other even when they're being little brats roughhousing (laughs) exactly they're still gentle with each other in a way that's like really sweet to see and really lovely to see and I find comfort from that as well plus everyone else I feel like all the other actors in that series bring me a bit of comfort and I don't know if it's because like it's the show and the characters or if the actors themselves are just such nice people that you just Mm -hmm. you can't help but feel that sweet connection that comforting sort of connection with them yeah yeah I agree yeah there was a period where I was I like made a playlist of the songs on Spotify and there was a period where I listen to it at least twice a day if not more and I like it went down to like listening to it at least once a day usually like on my commute to and from work and now like I don't listen to it every day but like I'll get to it it'll be a couple days and I'm like I haven't listened to the bicycle president soundtrack in a while and I'll just like (laughs) put it on and let it play in order and like it has to happen like every every once in a while for me to feel like fulfilled as a person (laughs) yeah I feel that Definitely. Do you want to go next, Kayla? Or did you say that? Who was who? Uh, well, my next was one was, was my school my president. Okay. president. Yeah, but okay. I do have other ones. I don't know if you want to go. Yeah, first. Well, I've got one that kind of goes off of mm. like the music, kind of bringing comfort. Yeah, like the show type of thing. Yeah. All right. So, for so it. for me, like, so when you're talking about my school president brings you comfort, the music from the show then like extends that comfort and then the actors themselves extend that comfort even further. What comes to mind for me, which is probably not a comfort show for a lot of people and is not going to come as a surprise, let's be real, but it's It's A and I Promised You the Moon, so I told Sunset about you and I Promised You the Moon are a comfort shows for me. Mm-hmm. And when I say that it's a comfort show, I don't mean that it always gives me like the warm and fuzzy feelings. It It's a show that I come back to quite regularly when I'm feeling a little off kilter with my life and I'll watch certain scenes or I'll listen to the soundtrack or I'll watch little clips of Bilkin and PP. But, and I'll feel that my, whatever's stressing me out, whatever, whatever's making me feel off kilter, overwhelmed, it kind of brings it back down and it allows me to really focus on the feelings that that show gives me and I find comfort in that comfort in being able to I guess recognize the feelings so if I'm if I'm watching a scene that I know broke me like first time round 
watching it again, I'm feeling that like that sadness. I'm feeling connected with the characters, but it brings comfort that I know that I'm feeling that because of that show. And so then it allows my thoughts to kind of settle and I can mm. deal with stuff Whatever afterwards. Going on. Yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like that show in an odd way brings me comfort. It's not a show I'd recommend for people as a comfort show, mm. <laughs> but it is a show that brings me comfort. Yeah. I can agree with that. Yeah. I definitely had a couple that were like, not necessarily comforting in general, but like mm. you take comfort from it personally, whether it was like when it aired at a certain period of your life or like you said, kind of using it to rebalance when you're feeling off kilter. Cause it helps you, hone in your thoughts about whatever's going on. So yeah, yeah, it's definitely a good example of like something that is individualized for each different person. Definitely. Definitely. But yeah, did you want to go with your others, Kayla? The others that you had after my school president? So these are the ones where I feel like they are more along the lines of like watching it to reset <laughs> your mm -hmm. brain kind of so not necessarily shows that are like happy peppy or like stuff like that but shows that i have watched again because i feel like they're comforting mm -hmm. so i think i'm gonna combine some of these i had until we meet again yeah that was one and i, I had too. he's coming to me that's when i also thought <laughs> And I also have Tale of a Thousand Stars. Mm, I was so, going to say that one. So until we meet again and he's coming to me, I feel like they're along the same lines with they deal with like heavy topics surrounding like, I guess, death and soulmates and like the afterlife and stuff. Mm -hmm. But something about just like the emotion in the show and especially in Until We Meet Again, I think Omen Fluke, like they really bring out the emotion that is needed to play those roles and those characters who are going through the things that they are. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like it's really easy to connect with them. And through that, it's like whatever you're personally going through, you can kind of like maybe even cry it out. Like it doesn't even have to be like necessarily related in some way to what's going on. It's just like, you could watch it if you need to cry. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like cathartic release. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. And so I feel the same way about He's Coming to Me also. And another thing that I think both of these shows have is nostalgia. Because if you ha did watch the shows when they first aired and you watched them again, there's just so much nostalgia attached to it. And I feel like especially since the beginning of the pandemic, a lot of people have been going back to watch things that brought them comfort before and just have mm -hmm. been revisiting a lot of old things, old interests, old like shows and all that stuff. So I feel like those are two really good shows to revisit when you're just kind of like going through it. <laughs> and like you said, you want to watch something that could be cathartic. Mm-hmm. Mm. But the reason why I put Tale of Thousand Stars is because, and I think I said this before in our Earth Mix deep dive, history of, something like mm -hmm. that, but Earth and Mix just have like this warm energy that I can't even describe in any other way. And it comes through in like every single show 
that they're in. So like Tale of a Thousand Stars, I just feel like there's such a warm feeling to it. And like the setting, it just feels so like hospitable and warm and like aesthetically, it's really beautiful and that could be comforting. Just like even if you think of it from the perspective of Tien, like his character going mm-hmm. from the city where it's just mm-hmm. like really fast paced and he has all this trauma there and then he's going to the countryside and it's more like relaxed. It just mm-hmm. like you get those feelings through it. You kind of are like living through his character and the other villagers who live in this really like slow paced close-knit place and yeah that has the nostalgic factor too if you Mm -hmm. watch that when it first aired but that one i would say could be more universally comforting Mm -hmm. than the other two just because (laughs) there's something about earth and mix that they just comfort Yeah, they just exude comfort. Like, literally, they do. And I don't know what it is. But, yeah. Those are the other ones I had for comfort shows. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good list. I agree about the Earth Mix. Providing comfort and exuding that that level of comfort. I love them. (laughs) I'm not going to go on it. I will go. I would go on a tangent about how much I love them, but I'm not going to. I was going to (laughs) say, I so agree. Like, they're just... (sighs) They're good dudes and they're just so nice and comforting yeah. and sweet and yeah. 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 I feel like comfort pairings and people in BL could be like a whole other topic in and of itself. Oh, yeah. True. Oh yeah. Maybe that's like our next topic um, <laughs> for when we run out of the time to figure out an episode. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any other comfort shows that you want to throw in, Alexa? Yeah, the only other one I was thinking of was Until We Meet Again, kind of okay. for similar reasons that Kayla mentioned, just like, it's tied to a very specific point in my life, mm. and it helped me like process a lot of emotions around that, which I talked about in the episode we did with Edison in DC, but like, it went on air like a couple months after my dad died, and so like, dealing with like, the grief and like, death that was yeah. going throughout that show, like, kind of was like a way to process, not... Like, therapy is important, friends. Like, also go to therapy. (laughs) But it was a way to help me kind of start processing those emotions, especially, like, moving into the early stages of the pandemic when, like, you couldn't go out and do things like therapy necessarily. So, yeah, long story short, that's how I kind of, like, gained comfort from it and why it sits so high on my list of, like, favorite BLs. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Like we were saying before, comfort shows, like, if we're going to talk comfort shows, they are so deeply personal. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think my last couple that I want to throw into the ring for this topic, the comfort show topic, or shows that bring you comfort or shows to watch when you want to be comforted, mm-hmm. I would say, so I'm probably just going to list them. I have one in my brain, but I'm sure others will kind of come out as I talk. But Cherry Magic, we say it all the mm-hmm. time. We yell and scream this about this show all over this yes. podcast. But If you want to watch a show to be comforted, watch Cherry Magic. You're literally watching two very sweet, respectful people fall in love and show their love in sweet and respectful ways. And so I I feel like it's, it's a show that, for me, when I guess you want to be comforted, you want to watch something that 
like we've said previously, doesn't have the twists and turns, doesn't have anything that could potentially trigger trauma. You just want to watch something that's a slow paced, something that gives you the warm, fuzzy feelings. And for me, I would say Cherry Magic is definitely up there. I also would say Hyeta Hatsukoi is a sweet mm-hmm. kind of show. I was thinking show. of a lot of those like one. Japanese BLs those and that type sort of Japanese of BLs. Mm-hmm. I 100% would if someone want that's that's my recommendation actually. If you want a show to be like to comfort you, go watch those sweet Japanese BLs. So mm-hmm. Cherry Magic, Kyoto Hatsukoi, My Love Mix Up even, I would say wait, is that Kyoto Hatsukoi? That's What's Kyoto the other Hatsukoi. one? Um, Takara kun to Amagi kun as well. That one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, kind of like school, like sweet like soft Like school love. and office mm-hmm. romance mm-hmm. type of shows. Yeah. I would say yeah. that that's my, that's probably my main recommendation for a show to watch when you want to be comforted. Those specific types of Japanese mm-hmm. BLs. Yeah, I can agree with that. What's the <laughs> next I made my screen big, so now I need to... And I, I got rid of the, the topics. <laughs> Let me make my screen. There we go. Oh, and the light changes on my face. Oh, okay. Do we want to go with the next topic, or do we want to leave that one afterwards and skip and go to the one <laughs> after that? I think you... All right, let's just fine. lean into it. Yeah, we went comfort. We went sweet. <laughs> now we're talking spice. <laughs> Shows to watch oh. when you just want spice. Mm. Who wants to go first? Again? Yeah, I'm Alexa, gonna go again. You go. I'm gonna speed run through my reasoning a little bit because I feel like we took a long time on shows that. I feel like comfort. we need to. I, I don't think we, <laughs> we need, need to, to expand on the spice yeah. theme. You literally no, just drop just the show, <laughs> give a level out of five chilies, and move on. <laughs> <laughs> so the one I thought of, which I thought was, I feel like there's some obvious picks there. So I went with one that I thought was like a little off not off the beaten path, but a little bit older. And I'm going to say together with me, because oh. first of all, I don't think the plot really has anything to offer. Like, I think the main reason people tune into that show was for the spice and for the Max Tool chemistry. <laughs> and I'm saying that as a Max Tool stand. So like, I've talked about how I feel about together with me before. But yeah, I feel like just as an older show, and kind of being one of the first to like, really tap into like the spicy side of what Thai BL can be, I think I would recommend together with me. And if I have to give it a rating out of Chili's, I would give it like a solid 3.5 probably in that area. So yeah. Decent. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Kayla, Hmm. what's your first spicy BL wreck? Well, I had two. This first one, I feel like we need to hold down the fort for Pixie since she's not here and mention Love in the Air. <laughs> that's the most obvious one I thought one. of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Self-explanatory, Boss and Noel specifically, their oh, chemistry is insane. And I love that the show doesn't shy away from showcasing that yeah. at mm-hmm. any given point. Mm-mm. A lot of it, I feel like, does fall under porn without plot. But at the same time, 
I understand a lot of the characters' underlying emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But still, like, it's a meme show, so it's kind of like, what do you expect? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so She's that was the first one. The five yeah, out of five so... chilies right there. Five out, yeah, five out of <laughs> six out of five chilies. Like, it yeah. gets. <laughs> yeah, six out of five chilies. There's yeah. a lot. <laughs> a lot going on there. And it, it's like it's sexy spice. Like if we're yeah. if we're talking, mm-hmm. it's not just spice. So it is like a what to watch when you want spice. It's definitely in that, but it's like it's a sexy spice. It gets to the point where mm-hmm. you're like, there are certain scenes where you're like, do I feel okay watching this? Like that level of <laughs> spice. You're like, I should not be in the room right now. <laughs> like, Literally. There is one yeah. scene that I recently went back and watched. And it's whenever they are in the bathroom stall. <laughs> Do you know yes! what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Even scenes like that that aren't necessarily oh. like bed scenes, but are still like very tense. Mm-hmm. That like they do that really well. So mm-hmm. that is honestly a big reason why I'm like, go watch that if you want spice, because yeah. like the stuff leading up to it is also very spicy yeah. it's just tension yeah, throughout the sense. whole thing mm-hmm. mm, yeah. very intimate tension it's and sexy it's tension intimacy yeah. and the chemistry that sells the crap out of that show yeah 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 it's crazy so talking like porn without plot <laughs> <laughs> i will fight to the death about this show i don't care but why are you <laughs> yeah Listen, if you why just are want... you entertaining? <laughs> I loved that show. And if you just want spice, it's also a show that I would chuck into this mm-hmm. this category because literally the last half of the show is I'm not gonna be crazy. Literally the half last half of the show is them getting it on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like episodes <laughs> of it. But like, I don't know, there's just something about the show, something about Z and Saint. I know the show basically became them because of issues, but like, mm-hmm. it's it's a fun show to watch with a crap ton of spice. Yeah. However, yeah. the spice I would give it like a four out of five. Mm. Yeah. I wouldn't give it a full five, and it's definitely not love in the air. It's spice. not. It's not <laughs> love. That's that's the bar. I don't know if anything <laughs> is going to top that. Honestly, no. I have one that could top <gasps> it. Ooh, okay. Ooh. The novelist slash oh, moon indigo. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, we get into that see, side of like Japanese. <laughs> yeah. See, I oh, actually. What was that one I that just disagree. aired? The end of the world with, with the you? Japanese one that just aired. That one was pretty mm-hmm. spicy too. I don't know if it's at that level, but nah. that's like that sect of Japanese BL. Yeah. Yeah. See, I. I agree and disagree, actually, with Kayla on this, <laughs> because I agree that it's got it's got the spice, but I don't think it's spicier than Love in the Air. You know what it is? I think it's the fandom involvement, okay. because with the novelist, it's like, like I said before, like you're watching it so isolated from everything else, yeah, and they true. don't really have an industry where they do fan servicey stuff. But with Love in the Air, I feel like Boss and Noel as, like, a pairing really bring in the spice to the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, no, I agree with you on that. Yeah, definitely. Do we have any other spicy recommendations? I'm trying to, like, think, think of it. Because I literally had, man, 
not manner of death together with me and love in the air were like my two yeah. picks that I had. And I, those I think, are like the two that came to mind when we said spice. So I think uh, ghost host ghost house. Ooh, actually. Yeah. That's a pretty good one. Yo, <laughs> that's pretty good. One. Ex- that one extended episode, scene. Episode that- four. Yeah. That was like, kind of Yo. wild. <laughs> that was a, I'm watching through like my fingers and potentially should just close my computer and not watch oh my God. any further yeah. type of chemistry oh my gosh. and spice. One of my favorite parts in that show is whenever he flies back to Thailand after being home and the first thing they do is fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like what? <laughs> yep. But like that's so relatable. Not gonna lie. Exactly. Like you haven't seen your partner exactly. for a long time. What is the first thing you're gonna do? We don't need to work out our issues. We need to fuck is what we need to do immediately. <laughs> I mean, they're a lot healthier than other yeah, honestly couples yeah. in other shows. So honestly. It's Definitely. Fine. I would say I do agree um, with that. Oh my god, I had another Oh, I would also say kind of going back to Mame, don't say no has yeah. some spicy moments yeah but it got annoying because yeah. it was like you so you just watch it for the spice down. yeah yeah i mean yeah if you're looking for something that only has spice to offer that's yeah right honestly there. don't if you want to watch that one just for spice just skip through it until yeah. you get to those parts yeah <laughs> because um mm. Oh yeah, no, sorry, you talk. That arm was me just thinking, not No, not the, the story is not there, so. <laughs> the story is not storying. <laughs> it's not there. The story is not storying. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jared first. Like, they're such sweet I just people. think that, that, that they... I know. That them as actors, like, I couldn't buy them in that type of... Those type of roles. And, like, they were doing... Oh, their, they were doing their best... But I think, especially Jock, God bless his soul. I was just like, <laughs> he seems so like, he seems like a teddy bear. And so like, I was having trouble like picturing him getting into these like really spicy scenes. Um, and yeah. so I think like when they kept happening, that's kind of what like took me out of them towards like the second <laughs> half of the show. But like, they definitely like, I mean, they went there with like the whole vibrator scene and everything like that. Like, yep. they definitely like, I can't think of any... I mean, Light of Me had, like, a dildo in there, like, for sex education purposes. But there's not many BLs out there that I can think that have incorporated, like, sex toys in any way or anything like that. So mm. they definitely set a bar in that manner. <laughs> mm. Oh, I don't know why that made me think of this. But along the lines of shows, it's not when you just want spice, but it's got a lot of moments that are spicy. Mm an intimate spicy and i would say like secret crush on you i was thinking about mm. some of those oh kisses how didn't i think of that <sighs> like yeah yeah so it's not exactly a show that you watch you just when you want just spice. want spice because yeah. it's got so much else to offer but if you want a show that's got like good chemistry good kisses mm-hmm. people who actually look like they want to fuck mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah secret crush on you yeah. yeah, I feel like that's a pretty comprehensive list of, like, the spiciest BLs out there. Mm-hmm. And then, like, that whole other side of Japanese BL as well. Yeah, that, that's, like, a whole other, like, soft porn, like, 
there are porn actors in some of those Japanese yeah. BLs. Yeah, some, some of the, like the movies yeah. and stuff like that have adult video actors in them and such. So yeah, that's that's how you know the route that they're going with them. Yeah, a lot of like and the then, movies and stuff. Yeah, true. I was gonna say, and then maybe like the last thing I probably would want to mention is an upcoming show that I just predict is going to be so full of spice, and that's Only Friends. Yeah, of course. Of course. (laughs) It better be based on what they're giving us now. It's like, yeah, it's It's just going to be be one big, like, orgy, basically, with everyone boinking each other. (laughs) I don't know why I said boink. I don't know where they're boinking. (laughs) No, I love that. All right, well, (laughs) switching gears again. (laughs) Yeah, it's like the switching gears again. (laughs) Moving on from Spice, where it's like all contained in the one show, one bedroom, we're moving outside and shows to watch when you want to see the beauty of Thailand. Mate, my segue so skills. Good. (laughs) Moving into the outdoors, going outside to touch some grass. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. <laughs> Alexa. <laughs> I feel like the obvious first pick for this is Tale of a Thousand Stars. Yeah. Shot in the mountains in Thailand. They were like on location in like this village up in the mountains. And I think it was northern Thailand. And like, I mean, 
a scenery at every shot, like the waterfalls, the forest that they were in, just like being out in the mountains as like your setting, like you're bound to see so much beauty and nature in there. And that was like a big theme of the show as well. Kind of like what Kayla was saying, stepping away from the city where there's all this trauma and hurt that has happened into like a place that's kind of surrounded by nature and kind of forces you to let go of whatever has been happening in the city. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I think, I think that's like the most obvious first choice that comes to mind for places that let you see the beauty of Thailand. Mm -hmm. Going along with the earth mix theme, (laughs) Cupid's last wish. Yeah. 100%. Because They go on a road trip, and Mm -hmm. throughout that road trip, you get to see so many rural, small towns that you wouldn't typically see, maybe Mm -hmm. even if you were traveling to Thailand yourself. And it's just like, every time they stop somewhere, it feels so rich with culture and distinct to the area they're in. And of course, because a lot of the dramas occur in the city it's really nice to see them out in the countryside Mm -hmm. just vibing yeah (laughs) even when they're yeah even when they're back at home i mean they live in the countryside so Mm -hmm. seeing just like these expanses of land or like even the tree that they sit under the one that's shaped like a heart like Mm -hmm. so pretty Mm -hmm. everything is so beautiful and i think the directing helps to show that the way that it's shot but yeah pretty much along the same line as tale of a thousand stars i think Mm. cupid's last wish if you want to see some really beautiful rural areas in thailand then it's a good show to watch Mm -hmm. my recommendation is not going to come as any surprise either but it's back on Mm. i told sunset about you and i promised you the moon yeah specifically i told sunset about you because it's just the way it's shot is like one big love letter to Thailand as well. The way they shoot the scenery of Chiang Mai and the beaches and even the little like town that they live in, the way that they shoot that show literally feels to me like a love letter to Thailand. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful and it shows, is it Chiang Mai that they're in? Now I'm questioning is it, myself. Isn't it Phuket? Is Phuket! It... Mm-hmm. Last Twilight in Phuket, it is. Cool. Yep, I know my geography. <laughs> 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 yeah, the way that they shoot it is beautiful. And they showcase, like, so many different places mm-hmm. in Phuket that, like, I swear to God I saw something about how that show actually increased tourism there a little bit because of just how beautifully it was shot how how it showed off the area just like made people want to go and see thailand and like see those areas in thailand not just because it's part of a bl but because those areas are beautiful yeah mm-hmm. <gasps> sorry <laughs> no i just had a thought and i can't believe we didn't mention this but this isn't even beauty of Thailand. I'm going back a back a thing. Spice it shows to watch when you want spice. Kin Porsche. Oh God! Right. Yeah, I guess right. so. <laughs> yeah. No, sorry, that was so completely. That was a jump. Did it just completely ruin the flow? Apologies, but like, <laughs> how did we not think of Kin Porsche? Oh, yeah. it's because I'm trying to block it from my head. <laughs> 
I All spent right, too much time on. loving Ken Porsche. I need to. We're moving on. Move on. Okay. in a new era. Okay. All right. All right. Kim Porsche put in a box, locked under the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Beauty of Thailand. <laughs> I was gonna say one that I feel like encompasses both of what you guys just said, Heather, and what you said of like it being a love letter to Thailand and the people of Thailand, and. Also taking it back to Earth Mix, I think Moonlight Chicken is just like, I think it shows the beauty and realism of like everyday life in Thailand. And like, especially like, of course, like the neighborhood that they shot it in and Pattaya, I think is the city. It's just like stunning with the lanterns and like the kind of like older kind of like Chinese influenced architecture and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just like a stunning neighborhood and... I think it was really shown off in like the earlier episodes, like the first episode specifically. But I think the whole show kind of was like a love letter to Thailand and also the, a love letter to like the the everyday people of Thailand. Because we mm. talk about a lot how a lot of these shows focus on like rich university students who like live in their dorms and go out and party all the time and are always in clubs or at bars and like doing all this type of stuff. But I feel like the show is kind of focused on like the working class person and kind of showing like the beauty that's still in their life and kind of like not writing them off as not having anything to offer as like beautiful or worthwhile. And so I think for that reason, Moonlight Chicken kind of fell into that category for me. Agreed. Yeah, I feel like GMMTV need to get Earth Mix like a tourism contract, and (laughs) (laughs) and get them to sell Thailand. They can just like in a touristy way every every city, and it'll be beautiful. We've literally just said three shows that they're in to show the beauty of Thailand, Thailand, Pattaya, the countryside, and Cupid's Last Wish. They can do it all. Maybe that's their, like, secret little clause in their contracts with Jim (laughs) and that every show they're in needs to somehow showcase more of Thailand. Yes. (laughs) They actually work for the government. (laughs) (laughs) They just infiltrated the tourism industry. But they're actually the tourism industry. Yeah. Uh, any other shows that we want to mention that show the beauty of thailand or do we want to mention any shows that show the beauty of other countries that they're made in throwing a curveball you weren't prepared for that one huh i have to i have to look at other countries on my list let's go let's go korea is there any shows that kind of show show korea like show areas of korea that you think maybe not like show the beauty of the country but maybe show the country in a way that makes you want to go see see those areas hmm. when i think I of think... the korean bls i literally think of them all just in the city in their apartment complexes so i'm having trouble thinking right. of two my star they two, I, uh, yeah two my star two was a good so, one two my star two kind of mm. shows a couple of like a countryside but even though it wasn't the greatest plot wise, Ocean likes me. Oh. Kind of like that beachfront setting. And also like I love beaches in the winter. So the yeah. fact that it was also like taking place during the winter and they were kind of always just like out on the beachfront. It was kind of like they didn't really go anywhere else besides the beachfront, but like it was still <laughs> like a, a switch up in location from like like Kayla said, like you typically just see like the apartment and like their office complex or whatever. Yeah. So Oceans Like Me kind of takes us out to the beach, the ocean, and kind of switches it up a little bit. Yeah, fair. 
What about Japan? This is a hard one for me. Maybe end of the world with you because they're on the road trip and they end up stopping by, again, Mm. a lot of places that are in the countryside outside Mm. of Tokyo. So you get more of a feel of the geography, even though I still in my head, I was like, I couldn't like fathom <laughs> just how far they were traveling. Yeah. But yeah. that's one of the only ones I could think of where they venture outside of the usual settings. There's a movie, a Japanese movie called Restart After Come Back Home. And like the whole premise is this guy is quitting his job in Japan and like returning to his home side in the country for the first time in like a whole however many years and it kind of fits into like the comfort bl2 because it's kind of like about repairing his relationship with his father and but like he ends up working on like this farm while he's there i think it's like an, an orange apple farm or something like that and like that's how he meets the love interest kind of thing but it's kind of like small town vibes and kind of like taking them outside of tokyo or the city area where a lot of the bls take place okay. yeah yeah i feel like probably because Tybl is that soft power. Mm-hmm. You get more of the the touristy feel for some of the shots when they show Thailand, or like mm-hmm. they really have mm-hmm. in mind show the country a little yeah. bit more in some of the series, in some of the shows. So that's probably why we can come up with a lot more examples of beauty yeah. of Thailand. Also, I think like. To- Thinking about Korea, mm. I think, like, compared to, like, Thailand, there's definitely a budgetary aspect there. Um, like, they're very limited in, like, where they can shoot and, like, what kind of places they can afford to do shoots, which is why we see a lot of them taking place in, like, two or three specific locations. Yeah, no Just valid. considering, like, budget and stuff like that, which I don't know if that would apply as much as to Japan, but I think that's definitely part of what plays into the limited range and location-wise for Korean BLs. Yeah, no, that's fair. All right, secret. Kayla's secret <laughs> category. Well, I actually have two. Oh, okay. Because I thought of the other one like 10 minutes before we all talked. <laughs> so my, I'm going to go like pretty quickly through these and then maybe explain a little. Mm-hmm. So I thought, what are some shows to watch when you have a short attention span? Like me. (laughs) So the first one I thought of was Choco Milkshake. Because Korean BL, it's a pretty solid show. It's strong berry, which we love. And the episodes are only like 10 to 17 minutes long, minus the finale that's like 20 minutes long. Mm -hmm. And it'll just put you in a silly, goofy mood. Like, I think it's... (laughs) I think it's very comedic, and that will grab your attention and keep it. So... Yeah. And then my other one was My Beautiful Man, because Mm. same type of thing. It's short form. The first season was six episodes and the second one was four. So it doesn't take a lot of time to watch. And there's like no excess fluff or filler to it. I feel like it's very straightforward in everything that happens and everything that's said. So like there's they just don't like dilly dally around. So Mm -hmm. it's easy to get through it. My other, <laughs> my other secret category I thought of last minute <laughs> was shows to watch when you want to trigger an existential crisis. 
Oh my god. Okay. So, love life on the line. Mm. Yeah. The end of the world with you. Old fashioned cupcake. Mm-hmm. And this last one's a personal one for me. Color Rush season two. <laughs> <laughs> Color Rush. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, the Color Rush season two. Oh, I'm season two specifically. <laughs> Because you'll watch it and you'll be like, "What is what is this world coming to? <laughs> what is the world? Why am I watching what this? Why am I coming to this show? My my time and my effort." <laughs> you'll be like, "What am I doing? Why oh am I doing God. this? Why am I here?" I love those. Oh my God. Okay, let me think. Let me let me think for a moment here. Mm. Or can you think of any like instead of like trying to fit them into those categories? Can you think of? categories that you would fit certain shows into so like where would you fit trapped like when would you watch trapped Mm. when you want to fantasize about becoming part of the mafia like falling (laughs) like when you you know like people have these mafia fantasies when When you're in the mood for some copaganda (laughs) (laughs) not me oh my god not me there you go yeah when you're in the mood oh for some when you want to romanticize the police. <laughs> yep, when you want to, yep, trapped. <laughs> Not me, it's so funny. Who <laughs> sits there and is like, oh. you know what, I'm in the mood for some popping oh <laughs> When you want to rebel against authority, the eclipse. Mm. Not me. Ooh. I had one that was because, like, Kayla was like, oh, we should all come up with some secret categories. I was thinking of what are some shows you watch when you want to cringe, but like in a good way. Oh, and yeah. I thought of Golden Blood. <laughs> yes. Oh yes. my god. Yes. <laughs> I, I advocate say... for Golden oh, Blood yeah. under comedic circumstances. <laughs> exactly. Me too. I really enjoyed watching Golden Blood. So I watched Golden Blood with a couple of friends online, mm-hmm. like from the very beginning, and. It was the best show to just watch together and talk shit and then be like, like, oh my god, they're so cute. And then, like, you're like, wait, but why the fuck is he flying now? Like, (laughs) (laughs) oh, the fighting. The fighting alone puts it on that list. Oh my god. I would say in that list as well, cringe, but in a good way, Secret Crush on You. Mm, mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. there are some cringy moments in there that you're like, ooh. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. But it makes sense and it's just all part of the show. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Oh, what are some other categories? I can't get over the propaganda one. (laughs) (laughs) So we need really specific categories. Yeah. Oh, shows to watch when you just need to have that emotional drain. Shows to watch when you know you you need to sob. You need to cry. Love mechanics for me. Mm-hmm. Make out those any any me. series where a ton of bad stuff happens to the main character. To one character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go movie and say your name engraved here in. Oh, yeah. That also kind of fits yeah. into shows. There's stuff that you watch when you want to have an existential crisis. Because that yeah. Movie, yeah. <laughs> put me through the fucking ringer when i watched yeah. it no agreed mm. yeah make like i said before make mm. our days count for me it's yeah. it's one that 
it actually also falls in my comfort shows, but I didn't want to bring it up at the beginning because it's such mm. a <laughs> it's such a show that is polarizing. But yeah, it's it's one that you get so invested and then it just like literally knocks you over the head with emotion and you're like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I start crying first episode. <laughs> no. It's because you know what's coming. <laughs> Oh my god! But it's one I've rewatched many times because I love it yeah. so much, and it's definitely one to watch when you you just want to cry. Shows that you suffer through just to see your fave. Oh my sunshine <gasps> night! <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't. I mean, I did, but looking back on it retrospectively, I shouldn't have. I tried for Pan and Om Fluke. <laughs> that goes under existential crisis. Love area. Oh, love area. Especially season two. Especially season two. Yeah. Yeah. That season two was. Safa. Let me think. Paint with love. Oh, yeah. Because I love Singto and I love Tay. But the story wasn't storying. The story wasn't storying. That's going to be my new thing. I (laughs) said. The story story just wasn't storying. That's our new merch. The story wasn't storying. (laughs) You know what? <laughs> oh Lord. Uh, well, sort of some other. Oh my God. I need like I need it. I need like the shows up. I literally I'm just like right. scrolling through my my drama list just to see like, what shows have I watched. Literally. You know that meme that's like it's like a little like it's like this huge block of like text and then it's like one guy in the corner and he's like fighting through the text and it's like what show are you doing this yes. for it's like what show are you fighting to the death for yes. um, that's me with vice versa because <laughs> i don't understand why no one talks about that show and i literally will fight for my life to get more people to watch it because i genuinely think it's like so good and unique and like that's me like trying to convince people to watch vice versa see i loved it but it's not a show I'm going to go back and watch, mm-hmm. but I loved it. Like, yeah, but no, I get it. I don't see. People I just feel like it flew it so under the radar, and I did not understand why. Because like, it breaks all the tropes that people were complaining about about BL, like with the uni yeah. BLs and like. <gasps> Sorry. Yes. <laughs> Apologies. You're gasping. You're gasping. My gasping. Is like you gasp like something is happening, and I'm like, what? <laughs> Is there a fire in your apartment? Like, what is going on? <laughs> Sorry, that's me just, like, having a thought. It's <laughs> your normal thoughts. <laughs> Sorry, please keep going. I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, like, it takes it out of uni. Like, it brings, like, this unique element of, like, color theory in. It has a unique plot with the universe traveling and all those elements. And it's just, like that's my show i will fight to the death to get more people to give vice versa a chance and more people have been watching it because the r sky apps are coming <clears throat> soon so it's gonna say you're gonna love when those apps come out i'm gonna be <laughs> in my, living my best life i'm going to be <laughs> insufferable i'm going to utilize the podcast accounts to be insufferable that's what i do Just all the time to watch when you want to be insufferable <laughs> <laughs> Me with cutie pie. Me with my school president. <laughs> Me with Itse. Yeah. I just can't believe no one's fucking seen it. And it hurts me. Oh, I have oh. one. 
<laughs> shows oh to watch God. when you want eye candy. Oh man. Ooh. Anything with cow in it. Anything with cow in it. That man, Ooh, cow not the cow, he's fucking stunning. Like, I say this, yeah. he wins the face game every single time. And you know what? Lovely Writer is a good show, too, so it works. Anyone else? <laughs> I'm trying to think. Right because now, like, I yeah. have a crush on Net. So mm, I watch Ben yeah, Friend. Beautiful man. I mean, for multiple reasons, but I always stare at him and yeah. always have to comment on how good looking mm-hmm. he is and how I would have forgiven him like ten episodes <laughs> for ago. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> Definition think... of men who could man who could ruin your life, honestly. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. I think for me, this falls both in the watch for eye candy and suffer through for your faves. <laughs> but Big Dragon. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because Yeah. <laughs> Because they're hot. Agreed. <laughs> but that show, the story people. wasn't storying. <laughs> the story wasn't storying. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oof. I think yeah. in general, Never Let Me Go is another one in that category for me because I love Ooh. looking at Pond and Poohwin, like just looking at them. Yeah. yeah. For eye so. candy, yeah. 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 Mm. I'm scrolling through Vicky and. I came across my tooth your love and the only category I could think of was like when you want to get over dentist trauma <laughs> what should I do? your dental trauma <laughs> me with my years bishop long on the root sky canal too don't they done. oh my god yes bishop, bishop on the sky, sky. i didn't realize there love. were two shows in that category <laughs> stop that's so funny <laughs> oh my god oh my god oh my gosh oh oh okay okay shows that are worth watching once but like you don't need to return to them. Never again. About you. Yeah. I know yeah. you, I potentially, yeah. Pixie 100% disagrees. <laughs> Not too sure about you guys, but about you, worth the watch, the first watch through, sweet, slow, but sweet, but you I don't need soundtrack. to return. <laughs> soundtrack, return to, but the show itself, yeah, what see, did you get? I said this when we did the review on it. I feel like it was a show I needed at the time that it was on mm-hmm. air. But, like, yeah. I haven't thought about it since then. <laughs> so, like, I was fighting for my life in that review. And now I'm just like, yeah, oh, yeah that show happened. Was, no, like, at the I'm time, very it was like, I yeah. loved the show, but I haven't returned to it. Yeah. <laughs> what else? What others do you think could fit in that category? Like, worth the watch, but you don't need to return. Hmm. Maybe that candy color paradox show yeah because i enjoyed it but i don't think enough i don't think enough to watch it again yeah but it was go back to that one was oh okay sorry i have a show that i don't think it fits in that this category though so i'll hold on to it but i can't think of a category it would fit in we'll come up with for shows that you would watch once but don't think you need to go back to i think together like, I say this all the time. Like, I think Together was a fine show. I don't understand why people have, like, garnered such a strong hate for it. And, like, all the, the like, talk about, oh, it's only a bromance. They were, it wasn't just 
Like they weren't romantic enough type claims. Like I don't fall into that category, but I think it's like very tied to the time that it aired. And so like, I wouldn't go back and watch it again now type thing. <clears throat> Valid. Would Manner of Death fit in our propaganda category? <laughs> no, because what's his name? Like, they're not cops, but there are cops in it. Yeah, but Tool's character fucking hates the cops. He hates how True. he talks all the time about how incompetent they are. Actually, and how, no, like, this stuff would have been solved ages ago if the cops actually did anything. Fair. I mean, the cop was fine <laughs> as fuck with his, like, tight ass shirt that like the buttons <laughs> were bursting off of so i guess like he was kind of like a good guy so kind of a little bit of propaganda but like tools character fucking he was a cab all day he fucking hated yeah. the cops but yeah i feel like the category of it's worth the watch but don't return is hard to think of if you don't have shows in front of you because you just it's like a watch and forget yeah, category? I forget about a lot of yeah. shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But the one that I like, I feel deserves a category and a mention. You're my sky. Mm. But what Ooh. category would you put that in? I think it would be in the beauty of Thailand mm. for the same kind of reason that Moonlight Chicken yeah. is, where even though it takes place in like a university you can tell that like that university is older and mm-hmm. it's like existed for decades there's nothing that's like too polished about that or like mm-hmm. anywhere else that mm-hmm. they go and it that's another one where the cinematography really helps to show just like everyday thailand not necessarily like yeah. in a bustling city but even where suara's character lives like his house and all the architecture around there being mm-hmm. older in the same sense of Moonlight Chicken. I so I yeah. I think I would put it in that category if we had to put it in one. And maybe Comfort True. Show because <laughs> I love that yeah. show. Mm-hmm. I have a thought for the category of short attention span. Why Destiny? Oh yeah, Why Destiny is a good mm. one for that. And yeah, you, you can also kind of really like pick and choose like, which ones you want to watch yeah. type thing. Yeah. Two episodes yeah. per couple. Like yeah. you can skip through if you wanted to. Yeah. And still get like a gist of story or just, just yeah. choose two episodes out of the entire series if there's like <laughs> I guess that's also watch maybe not suffer through, but like watch mm, <laughs> I would say watch shows out of cringe in a good way. And cringe. It mm. si- actually it sits in a lot of categories. Yeah. yeah. It's why Destiny the Is it overachiever show? overachieving shows? <laughs> why Destiny? <It's> overachieving. <laughs> I'm telling you, Coffee Bangkok have it all. They know what's up. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I'll never move on from Perth being a third wheel ghost in <laughs> the plot. Oh my god. <laughs> we need a category that shows to watch to trigger Pixie. And it's just all the ghost all the shows ghost and about youth. <laughs> yes. All the ghost and bad buddy. Oh. <laughs> Fuck, that's funny. Just force <laughs> sit down and force Pixie to watch all the Cuspians. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I've run out of categories. I can't think of any other categories, really. Unless it's, like, specific to a show. What other shows? This is fun. Let's make categories. <laughs> Let's it's fun. It's fun when they're um, so specific. We need one for, like, all of the actual medical dramas. <laughs> well, I was about to say getting over your medical trauma, but maybe not. 
because some of them would potentially increase the trauma. Shows that characters would absolutely receive ethical violations if they tried to (laughs) practice in real life. I know this isn't BL, but the warp effect. (laughs) Literally. Literally every, like, ethical code violation known to man. Oh my god. Oh. Oh. Together. What category would you put together in? I put it in shows that I think you can, you don't need to go back to again. But to add another category to that, and there's so many shows that could fit into this category. <laughs> shows where the guitar wasn't needed. <laughs> Tarn type. Actually, alongside that, no one kill me, please. But, like, shows where we just need them to shut up and not sing. The latest episode of Our Sky. (laughs) Stop singing! Oh, I haven't watched that yet, but now I'm excited to cringe. All I think of is that audio that I hear on TikTok all the time of Pond singing (laughs) Kong and Kongo. And every time I sit through it and listen, it's so tragic. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Yeah, just, I just need people to not sing. <laughs> just, oh, like a little bit. So, okay. So, like two lines I can get behind. <laughs> it does like a whole song. But it's a whole chorus. It's three minutes of a song. I don't care how in love you are. You do not sing <laughs> we don't nose to this. nose at your partner for an entire fucking song. And my school president is the only exception to that. Also, yeah, I think About Youth was, was a, a good one that incorporated music yeah. in a way that made sense. But like... Because that's like a performance. Mm-hmm, but when you're exactly. like... Exactly. You just like pull out the guitar and you're like, let me... <laughs> like, okay, let I love it to you. death. Like the, that... It was like in the last episode of Bad Buddy where they're like in <laughs> Pran's bedroom and he just starts like singing the song to him. And I'm like, why are we doing this? Like, oh we don't need to. <sighs> yeah. 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 I love that we're just like, we just, we just need our BL boys to stop singing. Just, it's okay. Please. You can just, I'm, you can I'm just fine act. with it because I love cringe. <laughs> See, I, I like cringe. To a degree. And I think that's just one that, like, literally my whole body rejects the thought of these people just breaking out in Romantically serenading. But, like, it's so awkward. And I love musicals. I wish my life was a musical, right? Like, I've said this time and time again. I wish my life was a musical. I wish people would break out into song. Like, but... Not like that. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty jarring when it literally comes out of nowhere. Like, you will have no inclination that this character sang or anything or played the guitar, and then all of a sudden it will happen. That's when it's like, it just doesn't make sense. And then it's the way it's shot, too, sometimes makes the cringe just even worse. (laughs) (laughs) Like a slow pan. Recreate one of those scenes (laughs) entirely. 
my god. Oh my god. We do. A cringe Ooh. singing scene. For me, I've got another another show recommendation for like shows when you need like a cathartic release. And that's We Best Love, both first mm. and second season. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it's it's a show that, like, makes you so angry at times. And then you just – you have that release of, like mm-hmm. – like, you've got that anger and that pent-up um, sadness, complicated feelings, whatever. And then things happen and you just – like, you're crying or you're like, oh, thank God. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's a show that really gives you that release. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like a good category to end on. Because we kind of devolved a bit and now we're literally. (laughs) (laughs) Let me, okay, we'll cut this out, but I'm just going to scroll and find a show and then we can just, a good show, we can create a category and that could be our ending thing. What's a show that all of us are like (gasps) 10 10 behind? (gasps) No, a show that like defines Lovecast, the BL podcast. Oh, no, nah. we, we've already said that, like, until we meet again and stuff. I was no, going to say, probably else. until we meet yeah. again. Yeah. A show that divides Lovecast the BL podcast? Is there a show that we all have different thoughts on? I feel like usually it's, like, me and Kayla agree, and then Pixie's, like, the divisive one. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. I never really, like, seriously hate something. I'll be, like, on the fence about it, so. Yeah. I don't know. What about shows that we just need to leave in the past? Ooh, I have Waterboy. Waterboy. <laughs> Was um, that your... No. Say? <laughs> Controversial take, Sodas. <laughs> I just don't, I don't think it needs to be as regarded highly as it is. <laughs> and I don't know if this is the one we want to end on, but... <laughs> I just think we can move on and and crowd other BLs as like the BL you need to go like one of like I don't know it just has like such a historical placement and I don't get why because I don't think it's a very good show <laughs> and I think we could move on and pick newer BLs as kind of like the ultimate of BL if that makes sense. Mm. That's fair. Yeah. I do agree with needing to move on from it even though I have the respect of like it literally taking GMMTV out of bankruptcy. <laughs> yeah. It has, yeah. like, the historical significance, and I feel like we can respect but, it for that. But yeah. at the same time, like, it's time to move on. That one, that one for me might also fall under watch once and then not mm-hmm. again. Except I have watched it probably, like, three or four times. But now I'm at the point where I'm, like, I don't think I'm going to revisit it. Yeah. Because it doesn't hold the same meaning that yeah. it used to. So I get that That's one. fair. All right. I thought of one category category that we can end on. That's not not a bit of a downer. Sorry. Didn't, <laughs> didn't mean to give that one a, a, bit no, of a downer fine. category. But the category is a show to watch when you want to discover a hidden gem. Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. Think about that. <laughs> I feel like we already mentioned it in a different category, but for me, I feel like You're My Sky really falls into that category for me, because I think it's very off-putting for people, because like it's marketed as like a, a sports BL, and 
kind of came from a production that isn't super well known and it had a lot of new actors that also weren't super well known but like I also went in with zero expectations and I absolutely consider it a hidden gem and I think kind of along with the stuff that we mentioned before in terms of like the beauty of the show and the production it just has a lot to offer as a BL and I think that was very unexpected for me and a lot of people I think yeah yeah I can't think of one that we haven't said already. I know. Like, when <laughs> I like, covered everything. <laughs> when I think shows like that that are hidden gems, the two that I always think of are Ghost Host, Ghost House, mm. and Cupid's Last Wish. Mm. So those are my hidden gems. Maybe mm. Dear Doctor, I'm Coming for Soul. Yes, I agree with that, that one. I, I second that. Would you say My Only 12%? Is a hidden gem? Ooh, yeah. How have I not thought of that one yet? I, that was like my favorite BL of last year. I would absolutely say that my only 12% really flew under the radar. And I think it has a lot of really, really good acting, character growth, production, and nostalgia factor to offer. So, yes, I would, I would put it in there. For sure, for sure, for sure. Awesome. I feel like that was a pretty good yeah. category to end on. All right. Well, on that note, um, (laughs) if you can pull out the various categories that we talked about, especially in the second or the last chunk of the episode, feel free to leave some of your picks down below or give us some kind of wacky categories that you want to see us do suggestions for. If you'd like to see another future episode of this, or we can like, I don't know, do something with it on social media or something like that. So if you have any suggestions for fun or goofy categories drop those down in the comments and yeah make sure to like subscribe leave a comment and share the episode with your friends as well that kind of stuff all really helps out with the algorithm and helps get our episodes out there and that's all for now and i guess we will see you guys next week bye 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 Maybe I have some surprises up my sleeve. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, I heard um, there was a surprise. Okay. Okay. Maybe we'll leave the surprise ones for last. It was a secret category that they came up with. you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with juvederm volure xc For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.